What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 27 of Punks Under Pressure Podcast. I am your host, the original Southern gentleman, Jimmy Valentino, a.k.a. Grab Your Jimmy. And on the other side, you know who he is. I'm B.A. And welcome to episode 27, as I said. And guess what today is? In the words of Tony, Tony, Tony. Do you know what today is? And I can't see. <laughs> It's our anniversary. Yes, we have made it one fucking year. Right. But technically, you know, it's been a little longer than a year due to technical difficulties. You know, it was what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. I know about this show. I don't know about the other show that we. Not technical difficulties. Basically, we didn't know what the fuck we was doing. It still basically don't. We still don't. We are. But thank y'all for one year. Thanks. Thank everybody for listening. So what y'all need to do is continue to do subscribe and rate us on all your favorite podcast platforms, not SoundCloud, but as you know, you can find us on Apple Music, Google Play, Our Heart Radio, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also follow us on our social media at PunksPod on Twitter and Instagram, and you can also use the hashtag PodPunks to let us know that you're listening to us. And make sure, since y'all begged us to death to get this and y'all don't use it, I need y'all to email us at punkspod at gmail.com. So we also have a special guest in the building. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. Go ahead. Yes. Y'all did beg us to get that damn email address and we got it. So email us. <laughs> I like, I get it. I get it. It took us forever just to go do a, how, how long it takes to get an email address? Like a, two minutes? A year. A two minute, but it takes two minutes to get an email address. It took us almost like six months to do one. I know, and nobody use it, but that's a whole other story. Uh, they D, they DM us. I know that that's the new thing. They DM, DM us. That's the thing. So, as this is our anniversary show, we have a special guest in the house. I'm going to do the introduction to this person. Some call him the Queen of Memphis. Some call him the Queen of Bottom. I called him the shotgun to my Mary J. Blige. Y'all know him from several things. Y'all know him from his blog and his podcast. And I'm going to say this is actually the funniest thing. about. We have something else in common, too. We also graduated from the Freshlina School of Broadcast Journalism. Come on. So, no further ado, who's on this line with us today? My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And, of course, RonaldMatters.com. Thank you so much for having me. Happy one year anniversary. Wow, I didn't know that. But, um, I'm glad to be here. Um, y'all are like one of my favorite podcasts. I definitely gave you a shout out on one of the top nine podcasts we indulge in for 2019. So we saw that. Thank you. I gotta make another list. But hey, we appreciate that. And so, side note, this that they brought us on that brought us on trauma. Uh, so I'm, I'm, so I'm going to go ahead and mention this now. So somebody allegedly said that we paid y'all or paid you to mention us on your list because as we was brand new, we should not have made your list. I'm not going to say who said it because they have, they're now blocked because we had some words and they already know I'm, I'm a fighting, I have a fighting spirit in me. So. Just to go on the record, did I pay you to give us advertisement on your pod, on your on your blog? 
Uh, just for the record, there has been 10 years from 2010 to 2020. The mantra has been the same, things that matter to me. Um, it's a solo uh, event. I talk about things that matter to me. It gets me in trouble sometimes. It brings me a lot of money. But, so, <laughs> I mean, like, things that matter Word. to me. I talk about things that matter to me as a black gay man out here in this world. W-E-R-L-D. Hello? <laughs> you got to spell it wrong on purpose. I know. Um. So, why, what What did you give me? What did I do with the money? Did they know that part, too? I don't know. They were just mad because they... Uh, never mind. Did but I go anyway, some bundles? Did I get some fancy beauty lip kits? I mean, like, what did I do with the money that you gave me? Anyway, I don't keep know. the story going. You Tell know, the like, people, Jimmy, where they can find us. You missed that part. Yeah, because y'all talked oh. about the email that you made. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, y'all... y'all <laughs> the Twitter and everything? Yes. So, y'all know y'all are okay. high right now, right? So, I'm just going y'all know that. Ooh. So, that's keep high. So the, we we still on brand later. We we on brand a year later. So Amen. anyway, so how was everybody's personal week? We, I know we still quarantined, and some of us is gonna be quarantined forever. But according to the government, we might be getting. We was like the Bible said, "Fuck that, y'all." We doing this shit open in May. But other than that, how was everybody's personal week? Um, well, my week has been, like, uh, nerve-wracking. Um, my anxiety has been through the roof. Um, I have really bad sinuses anyway, so I don't know if a hot chew is the flu or if it's pneumonia or if it's <laughs> Rona. I don't know if I have to, like, clear my throat. I'm like, oh, my gosh, am I coughing up the Rona? I'm like, I'm just so... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Give me another pill. Give me another pill. Give me another cough drop. So, but I'm trying to make it, so... Uh, I and I keep making it, so look at me, bam, making it. I'm in the same boat because I'm like, oh, because my not my sinuses, but my allergies is kicking in from the pollen. So I'm like, I don't know if it's the pollen, I don't know if it's the rona, but I don't know what the hell it is. All I know that I'm up here like I was up here cackling, trying to make sure like, oh shit. Then I'm like, oh no, that's the damn pollen that's getting my damn throat. Yes. <laughs> so we we've been in some fucked up shit, but um, ba. How was your week? My week was good. You know, I just started that new job or whatever. So getting used to a new job virtually without having met anybody. And, um, yeah, still in the house, quarantined. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> same thing with y'all just said. I got my little smoker's cough, and I be getting scared. And <laughs> that's a... Uh, that's the Rona or whatever, and I'm like, and people are like, you know, it's a respiratory disease. You should stop smoking. And I'm like, girl, at this point, look, huh. <laughs> whatever is whatever. <laughs> and that's what Trump said too, like it's whatever. Like, Listen, Trump said, Trump said, look, we're gonna open this shit back up, and whatever happened is just gonna happen. happen. And that's what's about to happen to my sex life, cause listen, this right here, it's been what, one or two months. It's almost. It'll be almost two months. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. I'm here because I done updated my playlist to all the songs I want to have sex to, and we can do it again. But I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna make it through the whole playlist. I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be so. You gonna be? <laughs> 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 I'm gonna be awesome. Awesome. This one, we can have sex again. Look, we all gonna be. We all gonna be one minute men. <laughs> but see, I think a lot of people are lying. I think a lot of people still being fucking and just ain't been saying anything. I plead the fifth. Oops. You plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Mm. Only, How's your week been? My week has been okay. I like I'm still in the house. 
I'm still this, and I discovered something that you discovered as well. And What's I that? need to de- I, and I need to delete it because it's becoming addictive. Addictive, no pun intended. Um, I discovered house party. You said it's addictive. What's that, mom? I've never heard of that. Before. Explain. Explain. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna tell myself again. <laughs> I have never heard of that. So oh, house my. party is another app where you get together socially with your peers and basically FaceTime or Uvu mm-hmm. Uvu 2.0. But it's not necessarily Uvu. That's basically what it is, Ronald. <laughs> Some people, I mean, some, look, some people get on there to talk to their friends about politics and stuff, which I have. And others get on there to do freak shit, too, which I have. So, <laughs> yeah, I need to delete that. But other than that, it's... But you know what? It'd be a lot of people, like, you may know it's on there. You never know who you jacking off with, because niggas don't show their faces on there. I know. And so, we got new usernames, so I'm not running the matters on um, House Party. And I'm not, and I'm not Jimmy Valentino on House Party either. <laughs> but some people, some people link their email address with the same email on their Twitter. So a lot of people is recognizable on on uh, House Party, and they don't know it. Oh, oh, you gave me, you gave me some homework. Oh, and I'm a journalist. I'm gonna go investigate. That's how, that's how somebody <laughs> listen. That's how somebody found my vine. Oh, <laughs> back in the day, Ooh. y'all remember mm-hmm. vines? Yes. Oh, fine. What's my shit? TikTok. I found an ex on my of mine on some website that said it's like MySpace before your dick, and so <laughs> I had put his email address into Google, and I didn't know that he had this whole his whole profile in the past. So I was like, "Uh, Negro, what is this?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, back when I lived in Chicago, me and my um partner there, we was into like." third parties in the bedroom and groups and then i was like oh okay so are you still into groups but that email right. address and cross-linking them profiles will get you in trouble oh okay yeah um, mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> will oh well it's like my space before your dick and i was like let me go in this living room and ask him what this is well child <laughs> we find out what to do every day y'all we don't say we don't teach y'all nothing new on this on this damn podcast so with that said, we're gonna go ahead and get right into the show. So speaking of troublemakers and apps and all this stuff, so in my home state of Georgia, in this place called Dawsonville, which is like an hour away mm-hmm. from Atlanta, the police decided they were gonna do a a grinder sex thing and arrested nine men for alleged prostitution the distribution distribution of drugs. I can say it. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, other Ronald said, uh huh. <laughs> 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 like fun. They get arrested. They get arrested. So, however, some of the suspects said some of the stuff that they were arrested for. Well, I'm sorry. What was allegedly under warrant? They didn't get arrested for. Wasn't charged for. I.e., prostitution because they wasn't necessarily prostitute. They were just saying, "Yo, I just want to get fucking high." And the man responded through the ring. Like, okay, cool, that's what's up. I want to do the same thing, and next thing you know, he got arrested. So most other people got caught with, was charged with misdemeanors, some with felonies, including with the, with the drugs and all that stuff. And they decided to use Grindr. Uh-huh. So, you know, 
So y'all, so y'all know what that was. Uh, was. So what was the point? Because they were trying to, to catch people the, with like, was it meth? Meth. They said to get their desk. Meth. Well, you and, know, um, I need to download Grinder to arrest people for what? What are they? So, hmm. not social distancing. Okay. For a bunch of bullshit. So they went to like, how was they? So they was like stinging. They were saying like, so they come was, here. So they were setting people up. To go to the hotel, go to the, as we were talking about earlier off the show, to the hotel and say, hey, what you, what you doing? Nothing. Trying I'm to get ran through. Bring a buddy. Bring a buddy, basically. And next thing you know, they get arrested. Mm. <sighs> you know, they, they, but the police always doing like stings and stuff. Cause I know here in Dallas, they do like, this, I don't know about like app stings. But they do be going to the parks and busting people. Mm-hmm. Like that's how T D Jake's son got caught out there. Who got caught there? Allegedly. allegedly. Well, you love to say allegedly. There's no allegedly to it, girl. It's well, down in the paper. He has a whole ass mugshot. <laughs> <laughs> he was charged with. He just has not been convicted. I'm sure his daddy talked to the. What happened was he got caught and he got a ticket or something and he didn't pay his ticket. So the ticket went into a warrant and they saw his name on the warrant list and that's how he made the news. So had he just paid the ticket, nobody would have known any of this. But anyways, so the um they be going to like the black mm-hmm. parks where the black people be, like where all the black mm-hmm. gays be. And they do all the things there. They don't go to the parks where the white gays be. It's just be, yeah. But it's so, a, I'm a freak. I'm a freak, but it's a good thing. Like I'm not like public say I ain't opposed to it now, but it don't like turn me on like that. That ain't my shit. But because it's, it's, it can be dangerous out there. So for future references in research, where are the black parks in Dallas? In Dallas, ooh, let me open my notes app. <laughs> <laughs> Only one that I've heard about is Keys Park. And where is that? How do you spell that? I don't know. <laughs> it's over there in South Dallas somewhere. K E I S. Is Girl. Park. Anyways, is that, is that near? Look, I have questions that people want to know. Is that near where they film Force Forty Eight? Oops. <laughs> Possibly. Okay. So definitely have to go there. We had to go there first. <laughs> but you know, I don't really. I mean, here people cruise like in the bath, mall bathrooms and shit like that. That's where they be. Like, I'm not really a cruise. Cruising for me, I have to know what I'm going to go get. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I don't have to. I don't like to be on a hunt like waiting for it's stuff or, yeah yeah you know how people go to be the bookstore up. people go to the bookstore and stand around yeah i fucked at the bookstore but i've gone there knowing who i'm finna fuck like parents was there when you got there we're meeting there <laughs> who oh oh sorry talk about story <laughs> <laughs> somebody was there somebody was there when i wait for me when i get there you know but yeah hmm Oh, okay, so story time. So I was talking to this dude. Look, I got so many stories. I was talking to this dude. Like, we were getting to know each other. We hadn't hunched yet. And so uh, he had just left my house Saturday night. It was Saturday evening. It was like 5.30. He had left my house. We had hung up. We had hung out. And so then I was like, did you make it home safe? You know, doing the, the fake dating. Um, I care about you bullshit. I really just want some dick. Um, and then so he didn't text me back. And then so Sunday goes by. Monday around noon, I'm at work and he calls me. I'm like, oh my gosh, he got a day job and he knows I have a day job, but I haven't heard from him in two days. So here we go. 
He says, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, I got arrested because when I left your house, I had went to Overton Park and the police were doing the sting. Um, and so Bitch. I had got approached. And then this boy was like, come up here with me behind the bushes. And they had agreed on a price of some kind uh-uh. and before he went back in the bushes in the park. And what got him arrested was, and you, if you watch the damn shows on TV, they tell you never agree to a price with a prostitute. Right. Because So that's why he got arrested. And so he got put in the back of a damn van. And the, it was like 10, 12 dudes in the back of this van. This person was, they were luring these people to the bushes. And the, the getcha gotcha was you agree to the price with this boy before you go to the back of the bushes. Oh, wow. And so that's you agreeing to prostitution. Wow. So he got charged with that, but his daddy is rich and a lawyer, and so he got he beat the charge and all that. But I'm like, I can't date you now. I thought I wanted some dick, but you left my house, went to the park, and to go throw your dick on some random. And that so kind of would have been no that kind of been hot to me if somebody had been like, I ain't talked to you in three days because I was in jail because <laughs> I got caught down to the park being a hoe. I'd have been like, yes, <laughs> yes. So trash. <laughs> so, so trash. Anyway, so trash. Speaking but, of dating, though. Speaking of dating, so did y'all see on the internet when, uh, not on the internet, but on Twitter specifically when they were doing the don't, the don't rush challenge shit, and the gay couples did it, I could and it caused kind of a little stir on Twitter. Yes. Did you see that, Ronald? So. I saw it because I follow um Love B. Scott's person that this, he does his podcast with. Yeah, so Denver. Denver and his partner had Denver had uploaded. I was like, oh, look at Denver and his partner because I know his partner is like a twin and then the other twin and his boyfriend had did. I was like, oh, that is so cute. And then I think like 66 Poppy who lives in New York. I was like, I follow 66 Poppy's YouTube. So, oh, 66 Poppy and his partner did it. And then it was some other couples. I was like, I don't know these people, but cute, 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 cute. And then I come back an hour later, and then um, Denver's post had, like, all these comments on it. And I'm like, well, Denver is popular, but girl, I ain't never seen Denver's post go platinum like this. Uh, Yeah, it was come out. It it went from, like, y'all can't find no real gay, y'all can't find no everyday gays, which I was like. They don't wear Zara and H&M. First of all, Zara got $10 a piece. I mean, it was like, it was no dark skin, it was no dark skin, it was no fat people. It was no handicapped people. It was no. It was just no every. Uh. It, it was I, just like it was like. Come on, y'all, really? Like the, and, the, the whole challenge was like a like a black gay love challenge. Everybody was black. Everybody was gay, and everybody appeared to be in love. So I don't see what the problem was. Honestly, the issue with somebody they were like they look all look masculine. I'm like I. I Okay, this no that is not the truth. <laughs> Look, I wasn't gonna say that, but I'm glad you. you, you as can, the as the feature on this episode, like if I stand still, I get told a lot of times. If I stand still and don't open my mouth, I can give mask. So I know it's all a joke. <laughs> all a joke. So, but but I do want to ask this question because you are because we all content creators and we all are part of the the, the alphabet family. Mm-hmm. Right? We might consider ourselves queer. We might consider ourselves gay. I don't know. Cool story, bro. But <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. But do y'all feel like we obligated to represent for the whole community? Because that's what everybody was talking about. Well, they didn't represent us. They didn't represent us. It's no. A I don't got no kids. 
I don't got no children. So who am I responsible for? Who am I responsible for? <laughs> Nobody. Um, well, my thing is, um, definitely in my Ronald Matter space, um, I did a, I did a post, I think it was like 27 interracial couples to give you hope or something. You know, I'm always trying to come up with some cute titles and show some. You do do that. I'm trying to do the cute, I'm trying to do some. The girls, uh, rags me in the Facebook group. This is supposed to be a black gay blog. How dare you post these interracial couples? This is supposed to be where I go to to find black gay inspiration. I was like, first of all, it's things that matter to me. When you give me some money to give WordPress, GoDaddy, then we'll cater to you. Other girls, okay? Literally, this is child 2004 Grammy Award winning. But and without that, things that matter to me, me, okay? So get out of my damn face. The girls love telling you. And then there was one one of those things they did with the air, the Don't Rush Challenge with the airline girls. So you know there was Delta, there was U.S. Airways, American Airlines. There was all these other girls. And then the first comment was, Spirit Airlines was not represented in this. I oh, was like, girl, <laughs> shut up. Uh, girl, first off, I'm a flight attendant for U.S. Airways and Delta. I don't think we know no Spirit Airlines girls. But we do. Not that. <laughs> we do. Look, I don't we know do. if I know any Allegiant or Frontier girls. I don't know them girls. I don't know either. <laughs> Until they get there. So yeah. hopefully she'll do her two years at Spirit and then she'll apply for another company, okay? But until then, she's not on our level. But you know what? No, no, no. Here's the deal. Because I was going to quit my job. In, uh, in, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. What? I was applying for flight attendant jobs last year. And I was going to, uh, if I got one, I was going to quit my job or whatever. And, cool, you know, cool. people talk about spirit or whatever. But, like, the people that work there loves it. They don't have any complaints. Yeah, None I at agree. all. And, and it's like, and as a customer, and I don't even have a problem with spirit either other than their their seats are just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, all that shit is, is just a bus in the sky. All of them. Come on. And they have like, and they have like made it, the airline industry is one of those industries that like have like really made people feel like they're in a certain class or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, girl, you are That's a, a part bus of the in fantasy. the sky. Mm-hmm. It's the fantasy. It's the fantasy. Speaking of fantasies, and damn, this is going to be a bad, <laughs> a bad transition. So we thought, as we thought, we may have got his this man out of our system, not our system, out of our mindset. He comes back like a, I'm not gonna say a plague, but like a something. So Justice Smollett is made made it back in the news again. About yeah. him, I was gonna a, say who, but then I was like, oh no, I do know he did something. I forgot about him. Yes. So we we tried to. <laughs> back, that nigga is back in the news, and this time He's it back. is. Juicy. So, but it's kind of what I always thought. But go ahead. So allegedly, th- now they they have there's alleged that he may have known his attackers, which we already knew that, but that he may have had a sexual encounter with his, these attackers, one of his attackers at an upscale bathhouse in Chicago. There where a lot of black men go, which I need to find out the name of this place for my own future. Mm-hmm. So not if they go uh beat your ass in the middle of the night. Who is the when source for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need a reliable six, girl. Page, according to page six, which is a gossip gossip site. An insider told page six. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> but anyways, so he what they saying was is that the family, the dude's family, is like mad because 
they don't want it to be known that he's gay or whatever. They don't want that out because they still in Nigeria and they can get in trouble, like get charged and shit yeah. with that. Yeah. And so that's why they don't want the narrative to be out that he was gay or whatever. But like I've always said, I always knew that he knew the people who attacked him, but I don't think Jesse set it up himself. I think he was really blindsided by the attack, but he knew who the, who the attackers were. Why they attacked him, that's what we don't know. In my opinion. And, so you think Beyonce's creative director sent him to Subway at 3 in the morning in the middle of a winter vortex? He probably, he, he probably was on the way back from the bathhouse. Oops. I mean, I don't know. I mean, and they I beat mean, him up. Like, I mean, because he went for the 12-inch, he wanted yeah. want another 12-inch. Listen, all this stuff is coming together. He probably was on his way back or two from the back. He pissed one of them dudes off or something. I don't know. And they they caught his ass. But I just don't think he... I, I just don't know why Jesse Smollett would set all that up. That just doesn't make sense to me. Who knows? Didn't they say he was married to uh, the producer of Empire, Lee Daniels? Weren't those allegations on lovebscott.com? I don't know because I don't know who lovebscott.com is. But okay. Here we go. I just don't. I don't know. I don't you know. know. Um, so I don't read it. I don't <sighs> There's some shade there, but I'm going to move on. There's no shade in there. I don't read it. I know who Denver is because I know Denver, but I don't read it. Oh, okay. So you just fuck Denver's job. No, I, I know Denver. who B. Scott is, but I don't know who Denver is. I don't want this to be a shade to either one of those two persons because I love it. I love it ain't no shade to so. it. ain't no shade to me. I just don't read it. Okay. All right. Speaking speaking of other shit I don't read or listen to. Oops. <laughs> but this is a bad this actually is a good transition. So y'all know Jason Lee that has Hollywood unlocked, right? Mm-hmm. So he interviewed um Kiara Sheard, who recently did the um movie, the Cross Sisters movie where she played her mother, Karen Cart Sheard, and she also have an album coming out. So I know we I know we, all of us watched the movie because we was quoting it. Amen. I i.e. the reefer and you wearing pants in the house. And sold her damn catalog for a Lincoln. A Lincoln, and somehow one day I'm gonna have to throw my shoe at somebody and call her Miss Gumshua at somebody one day, and walk like I'm like I'm Maddie, like I'm walking like I'm Maddie Clark. Doctor Maddie. Doctor Maddie Clark. Doctor Maddie Moss Clark. However, Kiara made the news because she brought up the fact that she feels like the gay should forgive Kim Burrell after making her. Ran against her antiphobic, I'm not antiphobic, homophobic rant against gays. According to Kiara, she says we feel, she should forgive us because the gays, and I'm quoting this because I just lost my page, that she feel like we should forgive them and, and forgive her and love on her and continue to do her hair or some shit like that. that I'm paraphrasing. So <laughs> my gay man do her hair. Do you see? Do you see Kim hair? What gay man doing her eyebrows? <laughs> Y'all know I'm reading. Listen, <laughs> I saw Kim Burrito. I saw Kim Burrito at the at a stoplight one time in Houston back in what 2000. It was like 2003, 2004, and she had folded her ass down in a Toyota Solera. I'm like, girl, you need a bigger car. But anyways, keep going. Okay, so uh, let me so let me let me quote what she exactly said because I said this wrong. So according to Kiara, this is what she said. The gay community is also looking for a way of equality, and equality has to do with love and forgiveness. For us to move forward, it is us having to learn a new way of communication. I do think the LGBTQ community should forgive her. Look around her. 
They support her with her hair, makeup, and wardrobe, so there must be some kind of love she has for them. So, all tenders are looking for love and forgiveness, not just the LGBT community. Exactly. I don't even know who um, Kiara is. I, girl, both of y'all can. G O, let's go. I ain't gonna talk about the church people because these church people, right? Yeah, these church. Yeah. But see, you know, they talk about so, it even more because they think they're higher than or better than. That's so my first introduction, my first introduction, I'm tipsy as fuck. My first introduction into the Clark sisters was that movie. I mean, I had heard their names and I kind of had saw their faces here and there. I just knew they were like church people who was had tacky fashions. And that's all I knew about them. And then so I watched the movie. And then the movie was actually, the movie was actually a good movie. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was like a documentary about their mother. Like I want to know about them, the sisters. Like you, about, you found out about Denise leaving the leaving the I want more on that. How does she right? I want seven? more on that. That's I want the, I, I want seven. Denise. That's the movie right there. Like the the, the the rebel kid. Like that's the movie right there. That's the movie we want to see. So my thing is with everything, because I, FYI, every female artist that we like has said most most of them has said mm-hmm. some stupid things. I can name them, but y'all not finna come at me. Mm-hmm. But I can give, I can give y'all some names, Tanya. And most of them, and, 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 and most girl. of them can only get booked during um, Pride season. Pride season. Here we go. Like city girls, they said some homophobic things. Doja Cat, who's hot right now, has said some homophobic things, and somehow we did forgive them. However, I'm, am I saying that we should forgive Kim Burrell? Absolutely not, because she's Kim Burrell said she ain't did nothing wrong. It wasn't like y'all buying her album in the first damn place. Y'all love it. And then she bragged about her eleven hundred dollar boots. And then I went and looked at the picture of the boots, and I was like, girl. The one she fell in? Mark? The one she fell in? Oh, okay. The yeah. boots telling the story. The boots need a show. The boots were Those boots was made for walking, but it wasn't made for you. Okay. All right. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and talk to our guest. The reason why he's here. We, yes, we did a whole show for him because, like I said before, he's a vet in this game. To me. I just cracked open some lemon Oreos. This is my favorite quarantine snack. So I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. Not lemon Oreos. So good. So good. So I'm trying to find out. And he's also celebrating his anniversary this month, right? Mm-hmm. And you going to be chewing on my show? Mm, okay. Okay. This, I'm going to finish this one. Okay. Okay. My bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you be so unprofessional. I'm sorry. I think it's going to be chew it, like, chew it loud. Oh, like, Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I want you to choke on the Oreos. Right. Yes, 10 years of I cannot believe this. So how did um, you get started? So I quit college. Um, I was studying journalism at the University of Memphis. I knew that I wanted to be the editor of Vibe magazine. Like I saw Tony Braxton booking naked on there. Then they had the picture of Aaliyah when she passed. And then I liked the 20 questions that was always on the last page of our magazine. And I was like, oh, my gosh, urban mm. hip hop culture. I want to do that. I want to be the leader of that. And Vibe magazine, I want to do it. And then in like 2005, 2006, then they start talking about blogs is the new next thing. And you got to be on the Internet. And I was like, I don't want to do that. But then I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to quit school, then I need to be still involved in journalism. Then what is the next best thing? And if I'm going to do it, 
it has to mean something to me. So things that matter to me, things that matter to me, what can I talk about? So it's like, oh my gosh, wrong all the matters, things that matter to me. Oh my gosh, it's on the blog. <laughs> so, when you, so, you, so when you quit school, what did your parents say? Like, okay, I quit school, I'm going to start well, first a blog. Of all, what did child, they say? I had been kicked out because I was gay. Okay. So I was basically graduate high school, get the fuck at our get the fuck at our house. I got dropped off at the university at the dorm and there I was at the dorm. And you from Memphis, right? Born and raised, South Memphis. Yeah. So I'm gonna something real tacky because my running with Memphis niggas is like oh, they be having some big old dicks. Confirmed. <laughs> These niggas they went to school and got their masters in political science and all that and all these niggas from Ohio. I'm here in Washington DC and the dicks are not the same. And I'm just like, uh <laughs> That's why you went to school, right? You would have got their masters because you knew you was oh, okay. <laughs> you had to have some, huh? Uh, you had to have something good. No. <laughs> I'm not fucking with you. So you quit school, started the the um podcast. I'm sorry, the, the blog. blog. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take for you to pop it off? I guess to take off. Like what was the? Well, it's just like all the regular stories. You know, you do it for a long time and you don't get nowhere. And then eventually, somebody want to pay you forty dollars or twenty dollars or something. Like, oh, somebody want to pay me? Okay, cool. But I definitely did it for a year without um, any Google ads on it because I wanted to make sure that I could stay focused mm-hmm. and, you know, be focused. That's why I made it things that matter to me because I wanted it to be personal. So, um, like, looking for cures for HIV and why so many black gay men are more likely to um, get colorectal cancer from sex than white men. Um, child, now it's turning into more black men are dying from coronavirus, so I gotta go study that and what that looks like. But I definitely talk about things that matter to me and um, creating opportunities for other black gay people in media. Like, a lot, there's a lot of talented black gay singers out here, songwriters, give, using my platform to create space for them. So that's why I started the blog, and so I did for a long time without any support because I wanted to make sure that I was serious first. Okay. And so also, so you also did videos for a minute as well, correct? Um, yeah, but then, um, I'm a nigga from Memphis. I ain't got that much wardrobe and you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta have a haircut, you gotta have your lips can't be ashy. And so I just like, oh my gosh, I'm tired of putting on clothes and child. usually by the time all the reality TV go off, I'd be drunk. So I'm like, I got to do Love and Hip Hop, then I got to do Basketball Wives, then I got to do, um, pre- there was a Preacher Wives show that came on TLC for The Sisterhood. It was. The Sisterhood yeah, came on TLC, so then by the time you watch them all, make your notes, then you go do three videos, and then you record all those videos, upload them all, then I still had to do my day job, so then I had to be up at 5.30 in the morning for work. Sweetheart, sweetheart, no, no, no. It no. was a preacher's wife show, though. It was a preacher's wife show when the when the pastors was over there. The pastors, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Show. So, so he blocked me because I said he was the Jocelyn Hernandez of that show. And I think I oh. linked his new. I think I had posted his new pictures when it leaked, and then I had got blocked. Or something like oh that. God. I can't remember specifically, but maybe she blocked the hell out of me. 
But anyways. Ain't nothing wrong with being the Jocelyn Hernandez of the show. Jocelyn was popular. He was the Jocelyn Hernandez of that show, though. He was the popular one. He was the popular yeah. one. That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Anyways. Yeah. Pastor blocked me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he posted his damn news. Uh-oh. You had his news wrong? There was somebody on one of those shows. It was one of those past... Well, I posted a lot of pastors' news. But... Um, <laughs> no, I get cease and desist letters. People be like, I'm friends with him. You are ruining his career. Take that down. And I'm like, well, you know, it's not like I put it. But here's the deal: you don't be putting it out there first, though, right? No. So, right. but that's Somebody also a part of me. my legal. That's also a part of my legal response. But this this blogging things that you know, and it it depends on the way that you structure the blog post, and it depends on a lot of different things. So, and so some people say, well, the picture isn't posted on your server. But you're linking people to it. So okay. that makes you an accomplice. That makes you, you know, alongside it. But things that pe- things that matter to me, I love Kojic men. Don't you know that for over 100 years, the Kojic Convention was held within one mile of my house? Downtown Ooh. Memphis. I don't okay. like that out, huh? <laughs> I, I used to have a great time. <laughs> and then they, moved to St- <laughs> then they moved it to St. Louis. And I was like, look, y'all are fucking up my damn economy. <laughs> Oh my God, I ain't fucking with you. I can't. So, so I used to be heavy in the pastors and the deacons and the apostles. Okay, things that matter to me. Things you wanna, you wanna be Andrew Caldwell so bad. No, I'm First of all, I'm, I'm gonna say, woo, no shade to my sis. I'm fucking with you. So how did you? Um, I, I, this is a question that everybody wanted to know. So how did you meet Superman? Um, it was storming one night in Memphis. <laughs> oh, so girl. Come on, Suzanne Sugarbaker. Come on. I was in Come a on. high-rise apartment in the sky. Um, and so I used to, well, of course, I was doing the blog and things. I was live tweeting and live Facebooking RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. He was like, bitch, the power is out over here, but I've got to see this week's episode. It was going to be like a really juicy episode. And he was like, can I come over and watch Drag Race? And then I was like, uh, am I being catfish? This really helpful man is asking to come over my house to watch Drag Race. Oh my gosh. Let me clean up a little bit. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to clean up. Fuck <laughs> him. <laughs> so then I was like, sure. And then so um, he came over. He brought like uh, three or four. He had like a six pack thing that beers come in if you buy a six pack. But yeah. it was only like three or four of them in there. And then he had like the family size of the Doritos, but it was at the bottom of the bag. He was like, well, I brought Doritos if you want some. And I was like, <laughs> no, I do not want none of those. <laughs> he was serving Memphis Trey at the time. Okay. I was, like, was going to say, I don't want Trey. <laughs> that is so he brought some beers and some half-eaten Doritos. I don't want none. <laughs> and so his cable was out or something due to the storm. His lights was out due to the storm. And so he came over. We watched RuPaul's Drag Race. And we've been friends ever since. And so... How did you so with the, y'all friendship y'all started the Hip Forward podcast? So how uh-huh. who, who idea was that? Because I know y'all did videos together, but who idea was to start the pod go to going to the podcast? Well, um, he left Memphis, and so he was doing his army nurse thing, and so that was cute. Then I was like, um, friend, it's my birthday. I just turned thirty, and I'm still sitting here in Memphis, and I'm so sad. And uh, I am I have so much talent, and I just think I can be better than this. Uh, and he was like, "Well, bitch, I just bought a house in D.C. 
come uh, live up here and take one of the bedrooms. Oh, wow. And then I was like, bitch, don't play with me, bitch. And he was like, bitch, I'm not playing. And then I was like, I'm going to open my laptop. To whom it may confer. And then he helped me write it. I was like, okay, so, so how do I end this? And then so I just quit my job in Memphis. And I moved to D.C. two weeks after that. Packed my life into one bag and one box. Um, I shipped the box. And then I had a carry-on bag. And I moved to D.C. And then I got here. And then I was like, you know... Um, blogging is starting to be not to be that girl no more, and all the girls are starting podcasts, and I gotta have the podcast, and so you're gonna be my co-host. And he was like, okay. And then the next week we had a podcast. Ta-da! And how long have y'all been doing that for? Like, because I think we just celebrated our three-year anniversary in March. Because I definitely for the whatever year anniversary it was of the blog, I wanted to make sure I announced the podcast in sync with that. So we just celebrated the podcast, and then after that is the blog. So yeah, most of the and what I definitely see from y'all, which is on on kind in in contrast to what we do because we ain't shit most of the time. But I know that y'all do a lot of. (laughs) Let's be real, we we not sometimes we not. But I noticed that y'all do a lot of community service as well and and um, advertise a lot of community events. How important is that for y'all to make sure those get out there? Because I definitely I remember you talking about um, colon cancer amongst men, black mm-hmm. men and all that stuff. So who's like how important is talking about mental health or not mental health, but talking about health issues, especially. Yes, and y'all do talk about like sexual health and things that are like in a way that like. Other podcasts talk about that stuff too, but y'all talk about it in a way that's like really serious and like give people guidance and you know, like you know, real shit other than just the way that we talk about it's it. It's semi serious because we understand that it's people are balance. like usually at work or getting <laughs> drunk when they listen to us. So we try to definitely have it research based, but try to keep it in um, entertainment mostly. It's um, very like, research based. Y'all know y'all shit. But yes. it's um natural for us to um, be in the community because back in Memphis, I definitely worked with um, the Red Door Foundation. I worked with Out Memphis and I worked with all those organizations because when you have a platform, you have to do something with it. You know, it's kind of like why the girl exactly. is asking Nicki Minaj, how come she isn't the Cardi B? Who Who is her Bernie Sanders? Because we know Cardi B stands Bernie Sanders. That's her mm-hmm. Okay, Nicki, who are you? You got a platform, Nikki, do something with it. And we just keep checking in in, in Trinidad at the school with her sexual offender boyfriend. And then her And then so it's like, well, Nikki, do something with your platform, Nikki. And so we definitely understand the responsibility of our platform, but it also is, is our natural self. So um when Superman and I went and did our one year anniversary show at Casa Ruby the LGBT community center here in DC for black and brown folks, that was natural for us. We were like, we got to do something. It's our one year anniversary. We could go get an auditorium and sell 60 seats, or we could go in the community and give this place a name, give it a bigger name. Cause first of all, Ruby Corrado was doing the work. Come on, um, but, um, come on big time. So we broadcast live from Casa Ruby. And so then this year we were supposed to before Corona, be at HIPS DC, which is a um, sex worker clinic for black and brown trans sex workers 
yes, sex workers need condoms. Sex workers need wipes. Sex workers need all those types of things. Right. So we um went and bought a whole lot of stuff, and we're going to go broadcast live from there when Rona is over. We're still going to do the right thing we're going to do. But we wanted to celebrate our three-year anniversary at Hips DC, a black and brown sex worker clinic. That's something we both naturally want to do. Which I and never even... Um, I will say ahead. that, because y'all do... Uh, do uh, like, I don't see other... Maybe they, they are, but I don't see other, like... But everybody don't want to like, broadcast oh. that they're doing... So, you know, there's this thing. Well, you can do it, but don't broadcast it for Instagram. No, we're, tr- we're trying to no, bring... No, that's the... You, you, you need to. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like, to like, like, stuff like that, you need, like, you need awareness, because I didn't know there was a clinic for uh, for sex workers. I didn't. I never knew that. I always knew... I feel like they should have been, but I never knew, especially for black and brown. People. And we don't all feel comfortable going down to the health department. It's like, oh, here you go. Your six time down here at the clinic. Let me tell you yeah. something. Stay out of the health department. Get you a primary care physician. Please. Yes. Like, if you they, can afford it. If, if you, you can, can afford, afford it. Well, let me, that, that was very privileged for me to say. Like, yes. But, like, still go get checked out. If you can't go nowhere, find a clinic in the old, like, LGBT area or something. Like, don't go to the, the health clinic. They will they make you feel like shit. Mm. Yeah, so, I remember because back in Memphis, people were telling me like I had to go get an HIV test at the health department, and I hated it. And so I went down to go get tested at the health department, and then they give you your number on on one of them little bitty small posters. I was number twenty three, and then I'll never forget. Like I got to the back, and then I was like, "So, are you the receptive partner, or are you the other one?" The other one. <laughs> so, the other one. <laughs> Because they only know receptive, because you right. know they teach you that within your nursing training. Okay. So then it was just like, wow, this experience is really demeaning. So what did I do? I started emailing people that I knew that were um, had county jobs. I'm like, y'all need to connect me with some bitches that work at the health department because I don't like the way that they talked to me when I went down there. And so I started using my voice to talk about how they needed some reform in the way they talked to black gay men coming down here. Because Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, a lot of people. Alabama. Drive from Mississippi, so Memphis has a appears in the numbers to have a high HIV infection rate because it's reported in Shelby County. But because we're on the tri-state line, people come from Arkansas to go come get tested in Memphis because they perceive that they don't want the people in their immediate neighborhoods to know, and so they'll come to Memphis to get tested. So that brings up Memphis's numbers because yeah, right. you tested positive wow. in Memphis. I never, I didn't even think about that either because that is right. that is the what do we call it? The tri-city. The tri-state area. The tri-state area. So when you're in, when you're in a, that's why like New York City will have high numbers, but that's because in New Jersey, you know, like niggas is coming from everywhere to test here because they think in their minds that they're going to get better care. But these bitches up sitting up in here, trash. And I need to tell people about this. Yeah. But that's also natural for me to run my mouth and have an attitude. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> natural, natural. <laughs> And so, with you being in the game from going from podcasting, doing YouTube videos, and mm-hmm. now going to from I'm gonna start back off from blogging, blogging to YouTube videos to podcasting. Uh-huh. So, what are your thoughts on other LGBTQ podcasts that's coming out that came out after you? I need y'all to be more consistent. I need y'all to be because I be needing shit to listen to when I'm at work. I need well, I don't drive, but I need stuff to listen to when I'm on the train. I need something to listen to when I'm out on a bad day and I'm like, I'm not listening to this. I just got my headphones in. And I don't be listening to these niggas. Uh, child, sitting at the Cheesecake Factory, 
cackling in my head. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> things like that. I need y'all to be more consistent. And That's why, my thought. And why you think they should be consistent? Well, like, what's the portage to them of everyone telling their story? Because I have my thoughts on it. But what it well, everyone has a story, and people who write books feel like that's their way of getting their story told. People who star in movies, they want to tell stories of men and women, and they invest six to eight months of their lives to tell a story. Podcasting is an amazing way to tell your story. Whether you're a, a bottom in Memphis or a strict top who turns into a kind of verse top from Detroit, like my co-host, <laughs> or, you know, like, everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. That's tell my, your story. That's why I try to tell everybody now, because what is so funny to me that I kind of forget that I have a podcast that people tell me, like, oh, yeah, you got a podcast. Like, oh, yeah, I do. So give me some advice. I'm like, number one, like you said before, even though our consistency is every two weeks, we are still consistent. Like, you have to be consistent with your message. Number one. Number two, you have to be entertaining like you can't go in there because you can't be as we talked about earlier you can't be jason lee you can't be wendy williams you can't be charlamagne you can't be the reed there's all of those people that's already out there however what people want is you oh yes yes answer the question yes but you know i also think people a a lot of people when i see a lot of gay podcasts they try to run away from them or they be like oh they Avoid everybody, stereotypical. Right. Everybody is doing this, so I need to be doing this. No, 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 no. Be do what you want to do. Do what's natural comes to you because it's gonna show. Like, don't try to not do something because everybody else is doing it. It's gonna be your version of that. Exactly. Like, everybody. I mean, Quiznos, Subway, Jimmy John's, all uh-huh. these people Publix. sell sandwiches. Publix. And I eat them all. I, I you know, what I'm saying just. Some days you want to, some days you want a public exactly. sandwich because that can be really hidden. Some days you want a Jimmy Joe's because they put their little oil on, their little extra oil on there. <laughs> exactly. You know, so you know, uh, look, uh, look, sometimes you got money, you got Jersey, you want to go spend a Jersey Mike. Oh, Jersey Mike's. Oh, Jersey, Jersey Mike's is the bit bitch. Bitch, mm. bitch, ain't it? But it's expensive as fuck. True to you. But it, I just got, I just say that like, everybody has a story to tell, especially with Black LGBTQ, because yes, given. That y'all y'all doing this like we from the south, and the reason why we did our podcast because we we're from the south. There really wasn't any southern podcast that talk about sex or the way we talked about it. I should say <laughs> outside of outside. I of- be listening. To y'all live like y'all be going what? Because <laughs> I still want to know how. Because like two or three episodes ago, you talked about you bought a pocket pussy off Amazon or something. I'm just trying. No, from the bookstore. Yeah. I'm still looking for an update. So no people who get flashlights, they get tired of the flashlights of like two or three weeks. So how was your pocket pussy going? I, I got I got tired of it too, but oh, I moved okay. on to I, so I bought uh, TMI, but I don't care. So I bought the um, Bluetooth prostate massager. Oh yes, I that's what I want. Yes. So I bought that. I haven't tried it out yet, but oh I, bitch, I haven't tried. I, I want to be a ripping that box apart. Oh, I ripped it up. I ripped the box apart, but since I haven't <laughs> been fucking, it's kind of tight back there. So I had to slowly. I'm telling on myself. Sorry, frequency. But um, I had to slowly put it in. But I played with it, and you know, it, it bounces to the beat of your whatever your song was. So I did it to playing games by Summer Walker. Come and on. I was, like, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like, ooh. Let me turn this off because I'm gonna do my Clark yeah. Sisters. 
Okay, Come on, you about the sunshine. You are, you are the sunshine with the cigar. Okay. <laughs> it could have been me. If it it could have been me. Look. I, don't, I wouldn't even know what song to pick. But <laughs> Sex no. beat by Usher and Lil Jon and Lil oh, Chris. Bitch. Oh, bitch. The yeah. bass in there is so heavy. Yeah. It's a little bit too heavy. Yeah. I want the one that's going to have me jumping all over my house like that dude on um that video on Twitter. That's all the videos hit. on Twitter. Yes. That's when when I, they, yes I, 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 want, I, I want whatever they listening to. I, that's so. one I got. They're like, ah! Yes. Boy, take that thing out and go... Go get me together. Go get you a glass of water. You get get me together uh-huh. in this quarantine. <laughs> so you know, so you know, I'm about to be messy, right? Here we go. All right. So is that something that you want to say with the class? You talking uh, to Ronald or me? Yeah, I'm talking to Ronald. Oh, no, I'm so confused. Yes. No, uh, well, tell me what I agreed to. What did I forget? I've been drinking tequila again, it's, just it's, like before podcast. It's something that you showed me last night that you wanted to ask somebody. Oh, okay. So, B.A., something about that you like sucking dick but not on strict bottoms or something like that. What was it? I forgot what it was. Tell me what it was. Oh, I got oh it. Oh, my God. Girl. Yeah, I got it right you let, you let Jimmy uh, put you up to this. Let me oh, tell you. I was Baby. I forget what it was. So... Do you do you need to do you need to know do you want to know that date he said this or is it, is okay it, here it goes it's loading. Oh, um, I can read it. I can read BA it. said on November the fifteenth, two thousand eighteen, at three sixteen p.m. Mm. I like bottoms who don't want head, which is odd because I enjoy giving head, just not the bottoms. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I reposted this on my Instagram and I said bottoms, the most disrespected person in America. Don't we deserve better than this? And then I'll, I got 16 comments of bottoms in the banding. Um, we cancel you or something. I'm sure you did. <laughs> but listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm sorry when it comes to that. This just don't, one thing that just turn, don't turn me on. Like, I mean, if you a bottom and you like your dick suck, there's niggas out there that suck your dick. I just ain't one of them. And it's bottoms out there who don't want their dick suck. And them the ones I'm one of those bottoms, honestly. Cause uh, you want your dick suck or you I don't do want not, your dick suck? I do not want my thing thing. Why? Um, what are we doing? But I, I blame it on mean? my Virgo. My, I blame it on my Virgo mindset. I'm so eager to please my partner that I will put them before me, their pleasure before me. And then, so if you get your nut, then my partner's like. Well, I want to make sure you get yours. I'm like, well, uh, for me, the, this whole thing was about you getting yours. And Thank then you. I, I put myself on the back burner on, like, I don't really want one. Getting one is not always. I do want one sometimes now. Look now. And, um, here's the deal. I know for me, when I'm when I, I'm versed, so when I bottom, I don't want my dick sucked. And I don't care about nutting when I bottom. I don't have to nut when I bottom. And I guess I don't, I shouldn't expect that of bottoms when I fuck them. But like, if you are gonna nut, you the nut while it's going on. Like, cause after I don't got mine, and you want me to sit and you want me to have a rub finger your in your ass, your ass and, yeah, <laughs> cause y'all love to lick your nipple, so you have a finger your in your ass, and do all this, put my dick in your mouth, you'll be jacking mine, all this stuff. Like, girl, Ooh. come on. But anyways, I know yeah. that's I'm, I'm about to get to the out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you, as if when when Ronald sent me this, I like you, but you have been adamant ever since we've been doing this podcast that you was that type, that you was that way. No judgment, but you have been. That you way. are that girl. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, in the bedroom, I just like 
it's kind of ignorant of me, but it's just like kind of like outside the bedroom. I don't really care about positions, but in the bedroom, we have positions. And like for me, I'm the only verse nigga in the world. Everybody else, oh, Rihanna. Tops. Y'all are tops and bottoms. <laughs> Come on, Rihanna. Come on, Rihanna. Make me feel like huh? I'm the only person in the world. I'm the only person in the world. Ooh, Everybody else running bottom. in the field. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. So we appreciate us appreciate you having a conversation with us. And so where can they find your blog in the podcast? I feel like it's an elevator speech. I do it the same way the whole time. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Um, you know, that's it. All right. That answers it. So, with that said, we're going to move on to the, our this week's Asking for a Friend. So, this one comes from a Twitter user by the name of Crown Me Mikey, which I got it from his from his Twitter account. He didn't send this to us. But, again, as we keep stressing, please send us your questions to ask for a friend to, to our email address or you can DM us. So, this question goes... What is the best relationship advice someone has ever gave to you that you still abide by today? Mm. Um, I remember the very first guy I was ever, ever, ever serious about. This was back in college because I was a new faggot. And I can say that because I'm a member of their community. But, um... <laughs> I was like, I was not, like, I was not to stop you. I was like, The girl that hooked us up, she was like, uh, what is going on here? You are not the Ronald that I know that I met. Uh, this is this is really crazy. And if you know you can't let him do this to you, you're you have to come back to. You know you have to come back to the Ronald that we all know, love and enjoy. And so I was like, you know what? I will never let a nigga change me. Like I was trying to be le- less loud, less fish, less this, less. Come on, less fish. I'm trying to be less everything. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You want trying to be a whole catfish that's a filet. <laughs> no, I'm you. just going <laughs> to be myself. And if a nigga can't accept that, you know what? I make enough money. I have enough uh, uh, credits behind my name. And I'm me. Can I at least have my name, Judge? Yes. <laughs> come on. Come on, anime. Can what I about least... you? I, I what know for you? me, it's pretty much the same I know I would never uh, the the best advice I got was to like don't ever like basically lose yourself like don't forget who you are like don't ever like because I remember one time I date somebody and like well kind of like my ex and it was like I was just like I had like put the things that I enjoyed to the side like my hobbies just the small shit that I enjoyed doing, like going to go play basketball, like small shit I had stopped doing. And like, I had lost connections with all those people and I never let another relationship, like let me lose connection with people. Abandoning your friends and shit. No. Right. I wouldn't do that again. I think for me, it's, I think, I think honestly the same thing, because what I get, what I get from the conversation that we just had, like within this, that we all have at one point in time changed to make a dude like us. And then they still didn't like us. That's mm. gross. Which <laughs> then his ugly. best friend his best friend came to me and was like, You are such a good person and I hate to have to tell you this, but he is cheating on you. Last night we had a threesome with this guy 
and the whole time it was going on, I just kept thinking about you. And I was like, so, and then your best friend come tell me that your what? best friend come tell me that y'all share a nigga together? That's good. trash. We were not the friend was mad because he probably wasn't getting no action in the threesome. He was not. No. He was. He was. It was not that kind of party. But your best friend came and told me that you was dipping it and doing it. Is when the wheels was like, wow, dipping it, dipping it and doing it. That friend is a hater. I'd be his. Ass. Now, his it friend was. is not a hater, but we ended up being great friends as I dumped him, and me and his friend ended up being great friends. Amazing. That's same. still a hater. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't getting no action in a threesome last night. That is night. not the. I'm telling you, that is not the case. You don't know all of the details, but we want to know. We want We want to know all the details if you know the details. <laughs> <laughs> but for his best friend, like I'm letting this nigga change me. His home girl is telling me, "Wow, nigga, you acting different." And then his best friend is up here like, "Whoa, I mean, I hate to be that girl, but he cheated right. on the girl." And I but you know, but you know, sometimes you know, have y'all ever told? I have told people. I've never really like just when I've told somebody that they man was like doing something, like cheating on them. The person already knew. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you already know when something going on. Nobody gotta tell you. I don't tell them shit. But you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against my friend if, if my friend, because sometimes, um, you know, I would want like, if you, if you, if my friend is dating somebody and you're bringing this person around or whatever or whatever, I don't, I'm not gonna be around your other, your side pieces. You gotta do that on your own time. Like I'm not gonna entertain your main piece and your side pieces, even though you are my friend. Like only your main can come around. Your side pieces are side pieces. You gotta keep them. You know what I'm saying? Keep them separately. Keep them separately. Like something. It's it's crazy. But anyways, oh, that's a whole other. That's whole a whole other thing. thing. <laughs> oh, but I also had I also had one more thing to add to the what the other relationship advice that I received. Never the and I got this recently, maybe two years ago. Was never compromise or never settle. What? Never compromise and never settle for you don't what you do, feel like you don't deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, do deserve because a lot of for me, it was more of like okay, you don't check out the boxes, but I'm gonna compromise because I like you. But then kind of find out I really don't like you, or I see potential. Because the one thing I tell people now, I don't, date, I don't date potential no more. Because, because I don't. Potential means to potential to me is like you. That's a uh, that's an expectation that you have for somebody else that may not necessarily necessarily have for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I learned that from my last relationship. I never date potential anymore. So that's why one of the things I say never mind. Never one thing I would never do is compromise or or settle because the the relationship. I'm sorry. The advice that I got was compromise leads to resentment. It could. Oh, then you're going to be seven years into it and like, girl, I could have did this when I was 34 and here I am 44. That sounds like some stress. I mean, everybody probably go through that. I don't want to be sound like um, what what type of phobic this would be. Uh-oh. But I... But, um, <laughs> <laughs> you said what type of phobic? Type of- <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what type of phobic this would be, but I can just see a lot of uh, straight women are in that position with niggas. Yeah. Because they can get pregnant. That, that's how some some that's they that's playing the songs about it. Hell, shit, please. But Damn, being a receptive partner is God very... knew what he was doing by not making me a woman that could reproduce, because they'll know my name down to that clinic. 
Mm-mm. All right, y'all can hit him up at, at wisdom underscore stats. <laughs> Bitch, I have a punch card. Look, y'all can hit him up. So, as them hoes. Get your hoes. So, as you get ready to wrap. <laughs> Children, please. <laughs> so, as you get ready to wrap my show up, I don't know if you ever heard the segment that we do called Shooting Your Shot, which basically means who we get our shout out to for this week. So, um, we're going to start off with, I guess, Ronald Matters. Who you shooting your shot to? Um, my shout out, my shooting, my whatever, um, goes to like all the black <laughs> gay creatives. I was like, I don't know the title. Um, it shot. But all the black gay creatives, we've been out here with podcasts and begging you to donate to our Patreons, and we've been out here, um, with YouTube channels and asking y'all to like support. But now y'all see again, just like the grocery store workers, and y'all have relied on people who create art to give y'all entertainment right now. So just definitely check out RonaldMatters.com where I recommend seven black queer YouTubers that I'm watching right now. Um, one of my latest posts is about four books that you can read um, in, for quarantine content, nine podcasts that you can listen to, and like other like musicians you can support and all of the black gay creatives in all of our spaces. Um, just shout out to black gay creatives specifically. Right. You know, I really think about this. Uh, I just want to tell everybody to be safe, y'all. They they put in a mask uh, thing, a mask law. I don't know what the fuck, an order or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, mm-hmm. where you have to have a mask on now. So if they're doing it, this shit is probably airborne. So I want everybody, y'all, to be it safe. Is. Be smart and just stay in the house. If you if you I know that's, you know, hard to do if you can't, you know, you know, only go out when you can and just be safe. That's all I have. Mm -hmm. I'm shooting my shot out to our listeners for allowing us to do this crazy ass show for a whole year and continue to listen. And for for all of them, the listeners and the followers for allowing us to be ourselves and yes because it's it's been a challenge to be ourselves but not really and we see listen right and we see the listeners we we need more interaction with y'all we do we try to go live because you hoes are listening but y'all not interacting so back to this y'all paid to be on uh, my blog so what did how much money was this i don't know it was called say y'all we was doing payola so did I really go buy boots? I mean, like, what season was this? <laughs> <laughs> did I go get the new retro James? I mean, like, cool, I don't know. Go check my look, closet. Look, I don't know, cause I'm like, girl, we number one, we broke. So we did I go exactly. buy a credit card deal? Look, get some Uber Eats. What look, I do with all this money? Look, do you see our show graphics? Girl, back to that. Sorry. Like, like, are you so? You see, we have no t-shirts. Uh, like, we don't hey, want to know what I do with this money. Like, where we, where, who we paying off? Because you see, we we ain't selling. We don't even have ads. I need to be re-stimulated just about the way if y'all got some more money laying around. Oh, no, we broke. Listen. Look. You broke. see how this shit rolled uh, before recording. And <laughs> so with that said, we're going to go ahead and wrap our show up. This has been fun. I know. As, and we're going to get him to do it one more time. Ronald. Where can these mofos find you? Um, follow um Here For It Podcast. It's Here For It Pod on Instagram. HereForItShop.com to get our merch. HereForItLive.com where you can see us, child, after Miss Rona. 
Um, and hereforpod.com. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course RonaldMatters.com. Y'all got a Patreon, right? Oh, Patreon. It's on the website and Instagram okay. and all that, but mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Patreon.com forward slash hereforpod if you want to support us as Black Gay Creators. Buy a t shirt and don't y'all sell sex toys too? Here we go. Hereforshop.com. Yeah, all the things. Well, all the things. All the things. Okay. All the things. And you can find me. Y'all are so wild. You can find me at on Twitter at Grab Your Jimmy at uh, Twitter and Instagram. And BA, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Wisdom underscore Stature, and I am also on Instagram at B underscore Boy one nine eight four. And like always, as we always tell you, make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Make sure you hit us up on our social media at PunksPod on Twitter and Instagram. And you use the hashtag PodPunks. Make sure you email us your asking for a friend question or any of your any questions that you may have at PunksPod at gmail.com. Rate us on Apple Music or wherever you listen to your podcast and all that stuff. So it was good to finally meet you, Ronald. After all these years, because I mean, oh yes, yes, that I forgot to talk to do that. That 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 smack you do on the show on Here Forward, I I cackle every time I hear you do that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Eat Oreos. <laughs> every time you do that smack with your lips on your on your show, I just I love it. <laughs> Thank you. So. I'm going to go ahead and say this because I'm going to fan out for a second. I just want to say personally thank you because when I had the podcast, when I had the blog, you helped me out a lot and you featured me on there. So I want to personally thank you this the whole for everything. And as I try to do reach back like you did for me, I try to reach back to other people that started their podcast and stuff. Now, given I could be like Fresh, I want to be like Fresh when they charge y'all. I'm, I'm going to be real because like I said earlier, we come from the school of Fresh Alina Broadcast Journalism. Uh-huh. So <laughs> we do. Eventually, y'all gonna have to pay for my advice. But right now, since I, since my shit is still brand new, I'm gonna just give you the free advice. And like we said earlier, be consistent, be entertaining. If you're gonna be messy, at least be entertaining with it. And so with the chick. Mm-hmm. Oh, Come on, capitalist, y'all capitalist kings. So and now I'm on a Scott Young chick because they only be getting thirteen hundred dollars an episode. Thirteen hundred dollars an episode. And that's if you get that's if you get that. Some girls get like. Girl, go to work. Get you a job. You can get you a that's, job and get that. That's what them bookings are for. They, that's why they be trying to get booked that. Pro- no mind. But anyway, woo. See, y'all done made me start reading. Yeah, I guess the bookings gotta supplement everything. I know. And, and stop getting pregnant by broke rappers. But that's all another story. But anyway, like Masika got pregnant by Fetty Wap. That was a girl. <laughs> what was you doing? Well, I'm to what was you doing? I'm trying to end the damn show. Fetty Wap do like he probably got some good dick though. But girl, don't get pregnant by it. Move blind? around. Move around. Bye. Because he blind, that's why he got good dick. Oh, gosh. I didn't say that, Jimmy. You said that. So oh, I was going like, hey. That. Maybe, maybe he can bre- eat bread on the pussy. But anyway, with that said, uh, thank y'all for listening. And <laughs> see y'all next time on the next episode. Thank y'all. Bye, y'all. Bye, Ronald. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you know, I got to do my. <laughs> I can't.